Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm Josh. And welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, A Sip of Culture. What you just heard was a clip from one of the most important songs in the traditional music of the Bulong minority. But before we get into that, or even who the Bulong minority are, we'd like to first introduce ourselves. So we're two high school students in the Massachusetts area. Actually, guys, he is not really a high school student. He is a recent class of 2020 high school graduate, so congratulations, but you Yay. are no longer a high school student. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Um, anyway, we actually both grew up in Beijing, China, in international communities, and fun fact, we were in the same third grade class together. And we both love music and the humanities, and over the past few years have grown to be very passionate about our own cultures and heritage as second-generation Chinese immigrants. We're really excited to be able to tell our story and journey to understand and appreciate cultures across the world through this podcast, which, by the way, we've named Tea Time because of the incredible people and culture that we are focusing on for this first season. That'll make a little more sense shortly. Um, but these people are very near and dear to our hearts, and we've lived and worked with them for the past three years, and they are the Bulong minority. The Mangjing Bulong people are a minority group located in the rural secluded village of Mangjing on Jingmai Mountain in Yunnan province on the border of China and Myanmar. For thousands of years, they have been the originators of the world-famous Puar tea, which we just so happen to be drinking right now. Yay. Cheers! <laughs> the Bulong depend on tea, not just for profit, but also for worship, traditions, and their very identity. There's actually a really interesting story about the origins of the Mangjing Bulong. Legend has it that thousands of years ago, the Han people, which Hannah and I are both a part of, we our ancestors, I guess, we waged war <laughs> on many different minorities and left the Bulong stranded in the deep mountains where they reside today. They were injured, famished, and sick, and one soldier out of desperation eat leaves from a nearby tree, which just so happened to be a tea tree. Miraculously, he recovered the next day, and the rest of the Bulong followed suit. The Bulong had lived on Jingmai Mountain and cultivated this tea for generations ever since. This is one of the first stories we heard when we encountered the Bulong people in 2017. We initially came to Mangjing Village as part of a film camp as we both wanted to try out filmmaking. We were part of a group of students accompanied by a few teachers who would guide us in filming and creating a documentary on the Bulong people in the span of a few weeks. While we originally intended to make a documentary about the Bulong tea culture, as we lived and spoke with many villagers and the Bulong leader, their elderly prince, Su Guowen, we soon discovered a much deeper story. So when we first spoke to Su Guowen, the prince, we asked our typical prepared questions, very surface level, about their culture and tea. He responded with, you know, dry, polite answers, and, and it was almost as if he had already answered all of them before, and he probably had. So on a whim, we decided to ask about why he was teaching classes to the village children that night. This was when he truly began to open up to us, and when we discovered the deeper, much more important story of their cultural loss. 
He told us how during the Cultural Revolution, many Bulong traditions and customs were destroyed, including the royal family. Globalization and modernization only contributed to the accelerating loss of Bulong culture, especially after they gained widespread attention through other filmmakers as well as their own booming tea business. The chief of the Bulong minority at the time, on his deathbed, entrusted to his son, Prince Su Guowen, the task of ensuring Bulong culture is never lost. Since then, Su Guowen, who is arguably the last prince of the Bulong minority because of the abolishment of the royal family, He's dedicated his entire life to that mission of preserving his traditional culture, whether it be through publishing books to redocument Bulong culture, or encouraging the Bulong to revitalize her traditions and rituals in Mangjing through religious script recitals, classes, and a museum. <laughs> He single-handedly led this effort for 30 years, and now in ailing health, he continues to fight for the preservation of his culture. This was the story we wanted to tell through our documentary, the process of passing down fading culture through generations. As we filmed, we also gathered a lot of audio material for the documentary, and so, as a result, we started noticing their very distinct music. end of our time in the village, we realized just how severe the issue of fading culture was, especially with their music. This is partially because their music is passed down completely orally with no written system of notation. So realizing this issue, Josh and I decided to go back in the summer of 2018 with a new goal in mind. So this time we really focused on working with Bulong musicians to record and transcribe their traditional music for the very first time. With their support, we recorded 15 Bulong tunes and created a bilingual multimedia ebook containing our transcriptions, our recordings, uh, videos, lyrics, and also a lot of interviews that we conducted with the musicians and villagers themselves. We also wanted to help the prince with this education of younger generations, so we donated an electric keyboard and children's books for a small library that they have there in the village. Yeah, and so the next year, as we began to bring our work back home to our schools, we began to contemplate the larger issue behind it all, of balancing modernization with the preservation of tradition. Given our backgrounds, Josh and I both really, really related to this issue, the yeah. same way that <laughs> Bulong children struggle to speak their own dialect as opposed to Mandarin Chinese, we also struggle to speak the traditional Shanghai and Sichuan dialects our mothers speak. So this realization inspired us to start the Island Foundation because we truly believe that this issue is something that is not only relevant to the Bulong, but to every single one of us. So this foundation is named after one of the most revered Bulong ancestors, Pa Ailung. Our mission is not only to preserve and spread awareness about the culture of the Bulong, but also to start conversations about the challenge of balancing modernization with the preservation of traditions that many cultures around the world face today, especially in this time of rapid development and change. To achieve this mission, we began to present at our own schools, libraries, and even the Penn Museum, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and we had some incredible conversations with people from our local communities and learned about their own stories relating to this issue. And in the summer of 2019, which was last summer, we returned to Mangjing Bulong with the goal of returning all of our work. The prince had once told us about the many different film crews who had done nothing but consumed their culture, filming the Bulong villagers for days on end only to never be seen or heard from again. 
we were very determined not to do the same. Mm -hmm. So we dedicated the entire summer to giving back, whether it be by helping the prince establish a cultural center, by helping him create Bulong bilingual labels for the artifacts in the cultural museum, or by using our raised funds to donate TVs for the prince and other villagers, complete with all the work that that they had helped us with, including all our recordings and documentaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And the questions that really guided our journey were centered around the same questions that inspired us to start our foundation. How do we gradually begin to cope with the loss of generation-old traditions? How will we continue to tell the stories of our ancestors in this rapidly changing modern world? How do we, as global citizens, fulfill our responsibility of hearing and telling each other's stories? We've been trying to answer these questions over the past few years, and we still are trying to answer them (laughs) moving forward. And that's actually a big reason why we're creating this podcast, um, to answer those questions, and also to replicate a lot of the conversations and discussions that we would have otherwise had through our presentations in our local communities, which unfortunately we can no longer have due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Throughout the rest of these episodes, we hope to explore parts of Bulong culture and our experiences with them more in depth so that we, along with you, can continue to search for the answers to these questions. So in the next episode, be on the lookout for an exploration of one of the most cherished parts of Bulong culture, tea. See you next week. เสียวดักเสียวกวนใจอ่ะโกไกฟังต่อเนื้อนั่งก็อุดจิตฟังเอ้ยโกตําจิตโมเลยนั่งก็อุดเจยฟังตําเจยอ่ะโกตําเจย